Hey, what's good, my amazing friends? This is Sarah Amazing Grace, and you are listening to The Remedy. Hey, you guys, welcome back. I just love hearing from you guys. Each and every week, I get DMs and emails from people and what you guys are are laying out for me. I just, I just want to thank um, each and every one of you that has opened up to me and shared super uh, personal your life that you trust me enough with things that are going on in your life. Oh my gosh, I feel honored that you would come to me and uh, let me pray for you and feel like you can pour your heart out to me of what's going on in your lives. Each one of us are battling heavy stuff in this life. And um, it blesses me actually to know that I can help you in some way. You know, Um, each one of us are, as we've talked about before, running this race together and lifting each other up is is what it's all about. Really, I mean, back in the day, there was this um, guru, hopefully he came to know Jesus. I don't know. My dad would actually sit on the beach in Maui when they were both retired. And my dad would talk to him about Jesus. And he would talk to my dad about philosophical things and, and where he was coming from. And my dad said they had great conversations, but his name was uh, Baba Ram Das. And um, I don't know if you are familiar with who Ram Das is, but um, one of the things that Ram Das said in his life is that we're all just walking each other home. And really, that that is true for um, a lot of us. A lot of us, our home is, our eternal home is in heaven together. And through this life, we've got some hard stuff. And so coming together and walking together, man, that's huge. And so I just want to thank you for trusting me and coming to me, even if I don't know you personally. I've I've received uh, several emails in the past couple of weeks from people that I've never met in real life. And uh, I hope someday maybe I will see you uh, in heaven or maybe at one of the speaking engagements and, and I'll be able to meet you in person. But just know that um, I'm, I'm praying for you and I know that the Lord is going to show up in a very real way in your situation. Okay, you guys. Well, this week, uh, the podcast this week doesn't have anything to do with the emails that I've received. But <laughs> um, are you guys into conspiracy theories? So conspiracy theory stuff, I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's, it's a real thing. And um, it's something that is talked about a lot right now. And if you follow me on social media, you would maybe call me a conspiracy theorist. A lot of the images and the memes that I post and maybe videos and things like that is is not mainstream stuff. But it is stuff that I have researched. And there is evidence behind the stuff I, I share is evidentiary. There's and to be truthful, people kind of came at me, some people come at me and say, Oh, why are you, you know, sharing this crazy stuff? And then it turns out that that crazy stuff <laughs> has come to be true. Um, me and, and some of my friends, we kind of joke together that, you know, we, we need to come up with some new conspiracy theories because all of ours have already come true. And uh, man, it, I mean, for real, for real, that's, that's what's happening right now. But 
If you're not familiar with uh, what a conspiracy theory is, I mean, then you're probably living under a rock, maybe. But, you know, I mean, is Elvis still alive? Or, you know, is Tupac still alive? Or, you know, who really killed Biggie? Or, you know, all these kind of things. Those are all conspiracy theories. And none of those have, you know, been proven true. But, man, I have been uh, down the rabbit hole, a rabbit hole diver for years. I mean, probably since I was a teenager, maybe. Could be even before that. But that's kind of when I really started looking into the narratives that I was being told as not necessarily being true, or at least not the way that it was uh, told to me. I mean, I grew up in the age of Star Wars and Star Trek and NASA, you know, and um, my brothers and myself and my mom, we would watch, um, there's a show called The X-Files that was on with Agents Fox Mulder and Dana Scully and, you know, Dr. Dana Scully, she was always the very skeptical, you know, oh, I don't believe that. And it would, you know, after a while, it got really irritating because every week she was shown something new um, that that she thought was not real. And then it turned out to be real, even though she couldn't explain it in her science mind or whatever. But then there was, you know, Agent Fox Mulder, and he's an FBI agent who was, you know, put down in the basement, and he was giving given these files that were called the X-Files, and they were, you know, kind of the fringe stuff out there. And as a family, we would watch that. And so I think that maybe my, my mom uh, also maybe helped us along with seeing things a little differently than what was typical. And also, I mean, you guys, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, Bigfoot and alien sightings. I mean, those were like super often events. People really had UFO sightings. And and I mean, Bigfoot, people have like cameras out in their their forest properties looking for, you know, this this Sasquatch, you know, and and it's a thing. I mean, you could there's even like statues of Bigfoot and everything else uh, out there and, you know, some I I have never seen Bigfoot or anything like that, but um, I do know people who absolutely will go to their grave swearing that they have had Sasquatch encounters. Also, um, every year for probably maybe 10 years or so of our marriage, um, living in the Pacific Northwest in a, in a small town called McMinnville, there is a UFO festival and um, it was actually pretty rad and they would have a parade and people would dress up like Star Trek or Star Wars characters or, you know, the typical alien looking one. And But what was the most important um, part of that whole three-day festival was that the event coordinators would bring in these experts and the experts were actually like ex-government officials from other governments who have more full disclosure than we have here in from the United States government. Although this year, or maybe it was last year, I don't know, since 2020, everything's kind of blurred together. But in the last uh, recent past, even our own three-letter agencies have come out about how they would go about with disclosure. (laughs) And so there's this whole, you know, underground murmuring like, you know, uh, the next chapter in this crazy story is going to be aliens, right? Okay, whatever. 
I'm not going to go into all of the alien stuff that that I know and the rabbit holes that I've dug down. But if you want me to do a show on aliens and what I think is going on, let me know. Either comment or let me know. DM me on on social media. Um, Instagram is at Sarah with an H, Sarah underscore amazing underscore Grace. DM me there or ask Sarah Grace at gmail.com. And, uh, and, and let me know. But at any rate, I, I'll do a show, I'll do a show on that on what I think really is is going on and the remedy and how it relates to scripture. Because I think that there's, uh, there's some real stuff there. But if you want to hear that, let me know. But anyway, okay, back to today's show topic, which is conspiracy theories. And did you know that it was our own government, um, the CIA, actually, I believe that coined the term conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorist. And they actually did that after the JFK assassination, because the story that they were saying of what happened, there were people who were like, well, yo, this doesn't really add up. And so to kind of um, dispel the rumors and make the uh, the murmurings kind of hush down, what they did was they put down the people who were critically thinking about the event, putting them down by coining this term conspiracy theorist as being a fringe or um, and an out there, you're kind of, you know, you're crazy or, you know, whatever, instead of addressing the loopholes, uh, the giant, you know, Swiss cheese and the story that they were that they were telling. And so people in general, we want to fit in, right? You want to fit in, I want to fit in, maybe. I mean, I'm kind of uh, <laughs> a square peg in a round hole in a lot of uh, areas, but a lot of people want to fit in. And so when when it comes to somebody telling you, you're a conspiracy theorist, ew, or, oh, yeah, you're, list- you're watching a video on, on Rumble. Well, Rumble is for conspiracy theorists. Who cares? Who cares? It's a platform that people are speaking. What do you mean? Who told you? Who told you that? If someone told you that a particular platform, I'm not speaking of Rumble or even uh, um, defending them, I'm just using them as an example. It was like, it, it, people have said that, like, what? That video's from this or, oh, that news source? Oh, they're not legitimate. Like, get out of here. Come on now. You, you, aren't, you aren't that brainwashed, are you? Maybe you are, that you believe that a conspiracy theorist, somebody who takes all of the pieces of that puzzle and puts them together and goes, hey, wait a minute, we're missing pieces. What people should do is go, oh, yeah, you are missing pieces. But instead, to quell the rumblings, because the CIA knew that human nature is that we we are birds of a feather who want to flock together. They knew that by trying to separate people as being fringe, that would stop people's murmurings because, oh, okay, I, I guess that is fringe and I don't want to be fringe. But then again, there are some of us who are fine <laughs> to be on the fringe and, you know, hey, it's your girl. I'm cool with being in the fringe. I don't need to be, you know, in the collective crowd. But anyway, that being said, don't you think that's odd that that, that term would have been coined by our own government? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, moving on from that. Have you paid any attention to any of the reports that have been coming out just in this past week alone, not, not even going on like the past two years when it's, you know, about this pandemic, pandemic, and then, you know, oh, no way, you know, was it something that 
that was created and then, oh, yeah, it was created, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it just seems like every argument that people have had, that has all been uh, debunked. And um, and the reality is, is that, yeah, it doesn't add up <laughs> when you start adding it up. And you can tell me that two plus two equals five all day long. And I'm going to still say, no, it's four. Why? Because I have the spirit of truth in me and I can see the truth. And I know that a lot of you can too. And I hope that more and more and more of you that are listening are beginning to see the truth also, and that you've invited that spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit into your life and that your eyes are opened. We've talked about that from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, about awaking, O sleeper, and letting the light in so that the light will then illuminate the path, right? But in this last week, I mean, one week, we've gone from something that just a year ago was you would actually get shut down on social media if you tried to speak the truth about a certain thing. And that's uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. That laptop scenario for people who had been posting the truth about it and trying to get people to see the truth, our accounts were actually, um, we went to Facebook jail over it, or we were um, warned that our content was damaging and all this kind of crazy stuff. But then this last week, the New York Times, not that they should be somehow a better source than me, Sarah, <laughs> they shouldn't because they've literally been caught in twisting all kinds of, of, of stuff. In my opinion, don't come for me <laughs> or actually do. I don't care. Uh, the, the bottom line is, is that a lot of the stories that have been posted have not aligned with what's actually the truth. And so they posted a story and re- referenced Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the fictitious one that doesn't really exist? Oh, the one that was they said was Russian disinformation? Oh, but it's actually not Russian disinformation. It's real. Oh, yeah. And they also talked about Ashley Biden, her diary. And um, that was referenced this week also in a, in a different source, but that was referenced also. And that was another thing that wasn't real, but is, turns out, hey, it's real. And also, um, you know, Biden himself talking about the New World Order. I mean, this is like, <laughs> hello, uh, you know, all of us conspiracy theorists are pulling out our, you know, shiny tinfoil hat crowns and like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I've been, te- but I've been saying, you know, I've, I've actually had several people text me or send me messages and memes. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, and, and there are people who aren't typically part of that, what what is considered to be the truth or community or the conspiracy theorist. They're definitely not conspiracy theorist people. And they've sent me this like, whoa, have you seen this? I'm like, yeah, I've been saying, your girl has been saying, you know, maybe, you know, I, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not no fortune teller. <laughs> I ain't no fortune teller. I ain't got no crystal ball. I don't practice Santeria. Anyway, um, no, but what I do is I have done massive research and I realize that there, I mean, that's what we talk about going down the rabbit hole. You start one research leads to another, leads to another, and you realize, oh my gosh, this doesn't add up to what they're saying. It adds up to something totally different. Anyway, I digress. So back to me and my shiny tinfoil hat. There was a reel that I was making on my Instagram page. And as I was crinkling up the tinfoil for this particular reel, um, and as if you know about making reels, you know, there's kind of props and things like that. And so I'm crinkling up this tinfoil hat 
in response to Joe Biden talking about the new world order and how he wants to be, uh, you know, lead people into this new, you know, new age, this new world order. It's like, oh my gosh. And so I'm crinkling up this tinfoil hat and put placing it on my head. I'm thinking about, you know, how many people, you know, oh, well, she just wears a tinfoil hat or, you know, it is somehow it's like this cursed crown that, you know, these weird fringe conspiracy theorists uh, who happen to be right about, you know, the majority of the stuff that's going on right now. Um, but anyway, if you have a, a conspiracy theory friend, listen to them. <laughs> listen to them right now because they they bat in a thousand right now. <laughs> anyway, um, as I'm crinkling up this um, accursed tinfoil crown, it dawned on me that as I was setting this crown on my head, this tinfoil hat, it made me think about another crown, actually crowns with an S on it. Speaking the truth often costs people a lot. And running the race for the Lord isn't easy. And it's not easy being, you know, called a conspiracy theorist. They did that to make life not easy for the people who were standing for these other truths. But Speaking the gospel truth, the truth of Jesus, also, those people were conspiracy theorists also. All of the people who've been speaking about Jesus, who was the Messiah, who is the Messiah, Jesus who died and was dead for three days and rose from the dead into life, that is like totally unbelievable conspiracy theory, right? but it's not theory. It's it's real. And it's not a conspiracy. It's actually a rescue mission. But the people who then took that mantle and spread the gospel that I know here in the United States, that spread it all throughout the world from one nation to the next and one person to the next, those people, those people were the fringe of their day. Those people were the ones who would have worn the tinfoil hat in their day, speaking the truth about life. And that truth went totally against the flow of the world at that time. And it still goes against the flow of the world today. And I began to think about the tinfoil hat that I wear for speaking the truth in conspiracy circles and how that goes against the flow of mainstream news and then I began to think about also speaking the truth of the gospel and how that goes against the flow. And then it made me think of while I'm dealing with this crinkly joke of a tinfoil hat, someday I'm going to receive a crown. The Bible talks about five crowns that after the great throne judgment, when the Lamb's book of life is opened and, and when God finds your name there, then another book is going to be open. And that's the book of your life and what you did. And we talked about a lot of this in the podcast called Runner's High, a few podcasts back, that we are here for a purpose. And did we fulfill that purpose with the time that we were given? And we are going to be rewarded, each one of us rewarded for what we did here on earth. And there are five crowns that the scriptures talk about. And it's not salvation. I mean, salvation and the life eternal that comes through the shed blood of Jesus, that should be reward enough. So this isn't about salvation. We don't 
get a crown because we saved ourselves. No, no, the crown of salvation that is firmly affixed on the head of Yeshua, Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He traded in that crown of thorns for an eternal crown. He is the King. That's his crown, not mine. But the Bible says in Revelation and Ephesians and 1 Corinthians and a bunch of other books, actually, that we will be rewarded according to our works and we get rewarded with crowns. And if you're living your life in a pleasing way to the Lord, then you, my friend, are getting a crown. I mean, that just makes me think of, (laughs) of course, that Billie Eilish song, you know, you should see me in a crown, you know, Um, you know, the rest of the words are not really applicable, but that's what I just keep thinking, like, you should see me in a crown because guess what? Hey, what's up? You know, my dentist told me that I needed a crown and I was like, yeah, what's up? Finally, somebody recognizes my royalty. No, no, (laughs) this is a real crown, a crown that is going to go be placed on our heads as a reward for what we do here. And there are, there are five crowns. The incorruptible or the uncorruptible crown, also known as like the victor's crown or the finisher's crown. In 1 Corinthians, Paul says that, do you not know that those who run in a race, they all run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now, now, so runners right now, like the race that we're doing this weekend. And we talked about it in Runners Runners High, the last race that my husband did. Now we have a new race that's coming up. Oh, Lord. And this is the one that I signed up for. But we're doing that for a corruptible medal, you know? I mean, they're not going to give me a crown. (laughs) They're not going to give us crowns, but they give us medals. And, you know, those things are going to pass away. But there is an imperishable crown, Paul says. Therefore, I run not with uncertainty, and I fight not as one who just, you know, beats the air or shadow boxes. But I bring my body into discipline. And when I have preached the gospel to others, I do it so that I won't be disqualified. That's huge. If we run the race, we share the gospel with others, we, we finish the race well, that victor's crown will be ours. Then There's the crown of rejoicing, you guys. Some call it the soul winner's crown. The Apostle Paul talks about the people that were saved because of him pouring his life out uh, about Jesus to other people. And he said that those people who were saved are his joy and his crown of rejoicing. But there's also the crown of righteousness. This crown is going to be given to those who have lived a good and righteous life for God while they're down here on earth. No, our righteousness doesn't compare to true righteousness of God, but you know right from wrong. We're living in a world right now that is calling wrong right, and right things are being called wrong. We're living in the upside down right now. It's totally crazy, but you know, my friend, in your heart, you know what is right. And you know what is wrong. And we are living righteous lives when you choose to 
Do what is right when you're faced with a choice in your life. Each and every time you're faced with that choice, when you are going for the rightness, the righteousness, when you're going for the rightness, that is living your life the way that pleases God. And that, my friends, at the end of your life, when when he reads the book of your life, <laughs> you're going to get the crown of righteousness. That's amazing, you guys. Then there's the crown of life. This one is reserved for those who have had severe hardship, testing, tribulation, and that they have remained faithful to the Lord through all of those severe times, even unto physical death on the behalf of the Lord. When people are martyred for their faith, these are the ones who will be wearing the crown of life. And then you guys, there is the crown of glory. And the crown of glory will be given to teachers of the Bible. I mean, that's pastors and um, uh, priests and evangelists and hey, hey, maybe even podcasters. I don't know. But that's what that crown of glory is reserved for. For those that searching for truth in this life and living righteously for the Lord, resisting temptations, sharing that gift that you've been given, that gift of life through Jesus, the gift of salvation. If you've received that gift, man, put it on, put on that salvation, but then you're going to give that gift away because there are other people who need to get into this lifeboat. And once you have been saved, man, you want to tell others about Jesus. So as I was putting on that tinfoil hat, this vision just came to me that we will be taking off the corruptible crown and that the Lord is going to be replacing that with an eternal crown, something that's incorruptible for our eternal bodies. I mean, that's just, that's just amazing, you guys. Do you find that as cool as I do? Because, oh my gosh. I mean, can you just imagine us walking around in heaven with our big old crowns fixed on our head and like, oh my gosh, you know, look at Betty. You know, she's got five crowns on her head, man. She is stacked, you know, being stacked will be something totally different than what it's, what it is here on earth. Like, wow, look at her. She's got five, man. She she got all five crowns, you know, like, <laughs> I hope that you strive for that, you guys. I, I know that I am. I know that I know that I'm working and striving to please the Lord and not because I'm going to get a crown, but because I love the Lord. But what's placed before you in your life, your calling, taking up that cross and following the Lord into what you are called to do, all of that. I hope that you are living your life in a way that is radical for the things of the Lord. Like Paul says, you're running that race for the victory. If you knew that there was only one crown, man, you would just run like bananas. You want that win. You want the W. And that's what he says. He says, run your race, your life, your calling, like you got to get that W, the W for the Lord, man. And that you'll get your crown. You'll get your crown. (laughs) And that crowning day, you guys, is coming so soon. We're watching the world events unfold 
And oh my gosh, I mean, I don't know when it is. I don't have a date set of when the curtain is going to come down. But you know what? I know that it's coming. I know that you feel it too. I know you feel that that day is coming so, so soon. So you guys, my friends, strive to finish well. And in the words of Billie Eilish, we're going to bow one by one by one before the throne of the King of Kings. Okay, that was stupid. That was totally cheesy. But someday in our eternal, uncorrupted bodies, we will have no more need for tinfoil hats, you guys, or conspiracy theories. Why? (laughs) I mean, as Fox Mulder used to say, the truth is out there, right? But the truth is Jesus. And Jesus is going to be right there. And he's going to be rewarding us with eternal crowns. (laughs) Stellar thought, eh? Totally. Just like, whoa, mind-blowing stoked. So until next time, you guys, I challenge you to live your life like you are winning, like you are going for the righteousness W. And you guys, that victor's crown and more, it'll be yours. (laughs) Amazing. I love you guys. See you next week. Peace. Hey, 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 thanks for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to subscribe. New shows coming at you each week. If you have a question or a comment, send them to asksaragrace at gmail.com. Catch you on the flip side.